Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Mark Watson sitting in for Frankie Mackay. It's our panel time here as we celebrate all things Canterbury, all things Christchurch, courtesy of Melray Electrical. Our panel, looking forward to this one. Brendan Egan, a journalist out of from based in Christchurch, writing for Stuff, does some great work, and the man they simply call Chainsaw, Brendan Naney. Morning to you, gentlemen. Hey, look, now I just want you to have a wee think about this quickly. At the end of this, I am going to ask you, because this is something that um, this is something that Ian Smith does regularly. I do need the Mount Rushmore of Canterbury Sport. So three people that would you put, you know, etch their face into the side of a granite cliff. Uh, I, I will say this, Brendan Laney, true story. When I was asked about my Otago rugby, I had you, Stewie Forster, the Bear, and Mark Ellis. Because <laughs> I think you epitomised everything about Otago rugby. Oh, cheers, man. I appreciate that. I thought it might have been because we were good at the uh, aftermatch when the, when the beers came out. But yeah, no, thanks, buddy. <laughs> hey, now, Brendan Egan, I'm going to start with a light-hearted note. What would be wrong with calling the new Canterbury Rugby Stadium Carlos Spencer Field? Oh, that's rough, isn't it? Gosh. <laughs> One of our uh, favourite uh, people down here, Carlos Spencer, after that uh, infamous game many uh, years ago with that try he got. I mean, I don't think any, any Canterbury's ever forgiven him, have they? 2004, Joe Rockathoko. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, it's, all, it's all about unity now. It's all about coming together. Let's be honest, tribalism no longer exists. That's right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they go with for the stadium. But, yeah, I don't know, don't know if that'll go down too well down here. <laughs> what about you, Brendan Laney? Anything wrong with the Carlos Spencer field? Well, I have no problem with it, but um, I think my, a lot of people in uh, a lot of people in Christchurch will mate. But um, look, uh, it'd be nice if they just build the bloody thing first to be good, so we can uh, get on with it. No, well said. Um, such a shame it's taken so long. Yeah, no, well said. Uh, Brendan Egan, let's look at the game tonight in all seriousness. Bay of Plenty taking on Canterbury. I was running through both sides earlier, and I've got to admit, I'm looking forward to the front row battle. Bay of Plenty, Aiden Ross, Kurt Eklund, Tavita Mafaleo, and then you look at Tamaiti Williams, Brody McAllister, and Ollie Yeager. Do you believe Bay of Plenty have a chance? Um, I don't. I think Canterbury's going to be too strong. Um, I saw quite a bit of that game last week against Waikato, and I don't know, I just got the feeling that maybe that was their final. I mean, it's, it's going to be a huge effort, isn't it, coming down here, playing at Christchurch. I mean, Canterbury just so strong at home. They've been so dominant that uh, Canterbury team under Marty Burke this season. Um, I think the Red and Blacks will be too strong. But, you know, Bay of Plenty, they've, um, they've really impressed this season. And as I say, last week, they were they really stepped up, didn't they, in that game against Waikato. They were fantastic. But uh, I think uh, this season will end tonight in Christchurch. Brendan Laney, if you're coaching Bay of Plenty, how do you beat Canterbury? Well, uh, that's a great question, isn't it? Um, I'm probably not paid enough for that one, but uh, look, I, look, semi-finals are funny things. Um, you know, even I think everyone would have probably picked White Canada a big Bay of Plenty last week. Um, they've played some great rugby, haven't they? They've, uh, they've done some really good stuff up front. Their backs are slick. Um, I, I, I think... Um, 
Kennery won't be taking them lightly. Um, look, I, I know Kennery plans for the outstanding rugby and the handball year. I think the coaches have got them really fuzzing and it's been and it's been really exciting for them to see them sort of turn around their fortunes after the last couple of seasons. Um, they are bloody tough to play at home, aren't they? I mean, they really are. But both are going to come down and, and they'll post some, post some questions. Um, look, at the end of the day, semi-finals come down to defence. We saw that last night with Wellington. They defended really, really well. And, and um, you know, Canberra are going to have to do exactly the same because you know, the, the Bay of Plenty boys are going to come down and throw the kitchen sink at them, which I think is exciting. That's what makes the MPC um, so cool is uh, you know, any team can beat anyone on the day. Though, look, I do agree with Brendan as well. They'll be really tough to beat at home. Um, or, or if you were a betting man, yes, you'd probably tilt towards Canterbury um, at home because they have been so good to beat at home. But uh, it's so hard to beat at home. But, gee, um, yeah, I just... Yeah, Bay of Plenty are a good team. They're not in the semi-final for, for no reason. So I think it'll be a real good one to sit down and and uh, grab a beer and watch because it'll, be, uh, it'll be a really good game of rugby. Mm. Uh, Brendan Egan, I, I just want to ask you about George Bridge. It's been announced that he's going to head off to France. I think he's possibly playing for Montpellier. Um, he seems to be a player that's just gone way too soon. So New Zealand rugby have done more to try and keep him here? It's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, as you say, like he's, he's been so good for the Crusaders, and you know when he has got a chance for the All Blacks, he's been pretty good. But man, there's just so many good wingers in New Zealand, isn't there, at the moment? And uh, you know, such good depth out wide. And yeah, I mean, maybe they should have done more, but it's a tricky one, isn't it? I mean, you can't you can't keep everyone in New Zealand rugby. It's a production line. It just produces so many good players, and you know there are a lot of good wingers, um, you know, outside backs here in the country at the moment. So yeah, it's, it's sad to see him go because I mean he's been so good for the Crusaders. I remember actually watching him play for high school old boys when I first started at the press in 2013. You could just tell, I think he'd come down. He was sort of in his early years at university down here and uh, he had a bit of class about him and it's just been great to see him kick on you know, to the Crusaders, do well for the All Blacks. And uh, it is sad to see him go because he's, uh, he's still still playing good rugby. Yeah, it's an interesting one. We just seem to have this amazing depth that just seems to appear and we always seem to have plenty of plenty of wingers. George Bridge, I mean, uh, Brendan, last year, Brendan Laney, uh, last year, look, a couple of bad games, more just under the high ball at times, but he just never seemed to recover from that. I'm not sure whether he recovered himself mentally from it or whether the coaches and the selectors forgave him for it. Yeah, so I fell for him a bit because he, he was one of the four wingers by, by a long shot. Um, and he nailed, nailed down the left wing um, position. And, and uh, you know, when you go back a bit and, and the way he played for the Crusaders as well, he, he also played a bit of fullback. And, um, like, he was, he was, you know, like, like at the end of the day, you don't play as many tests for the All Blacks without being very good. But, you know, you, you nailed it on the head too. The amount of players that are around on the wing at the moment uh, makes it really tough, and I suppose that's what makes the All Blacks really good too. Um, you know, you you have one guy who just goes out of form a little bit, and next minute he's uh, he's back in the he's got a guy right behind him pushing him. So um, you know, I feel for George, but uh, look, this opportunity for him to go overseas, and he's only 27 years old. Um, he's still got plenty of rugby under his mm. belt. Um, he'll have an outstanding time overseas. Mm. I know he will. Um, it's uh, around about the same time I. He's over myself, so uh, and and he's gone to a really good club mm. too. Um, he'll mm. love the French uh, French fourteen, top fourteen. Mm. So um, I wish him all the best. But it's sad to see him go. 
it is sad to see him go. Um, and, and, you know, it wouldn't have been nice if he's sort of gone out in his own terms as well. So mm. um, I wish him all the best. But, yeah, sad to see him uh, head away. OK. Um, right, I'm going to come back, uh, Brendan Egan, to my original thing. And I, I want your Mount Rushmore. Now, it can be generic. It can be just Canterbury Sport or it can be Canterbury Rugby. I need three, please. Well, I mean, Richard Headley's got to be a lock, doesn't he? Oh, he brilliant, brilliant. Right well here. said. Superb. Um, yep. Yep. Um, I know it's. Uh, I know he's from um, North Otago, but I mean, he, he lives here and he's obviously, you know, played for the Crusaders for for a long time. I and mean, Richie McCaw, the goat. I mean, I don't think you can go past him, can you? And um, you know, Dan Carter was a big one for me. You know, like I'm obviously a little bit younger, and uh, you know, he was just such a, a great player for the Crusaders, Canterbury, and the All Blacks for so long. Um, he'd be in mind. I know some uh, older listeners, you know, might go for some of the uh, some of the great Canterbury rugby players from back in the day. But for me. Um, in my sort of mid-30s, uh, it would be Hadley, McCaw and Carter for my, uh, my three on Mount Rushmore. OK, Brendan Laney, I've got 30 seconds, my good man. Mate, Todd McKenna, he'd have to be on there, wouldn't he, somewhere? Um, definitely from a rugby point of view, I, I also agree with uh, Richard Hadley. He was one of mine. I'm not just trying to take Brendan's, but uh, you'd have to stick a nipple in there somewhere and... Uh, um, my nickel knowledge is not best, so I'm, I'm going to leave one space here to be for you, mate. OK. <laughs> no, Brendan Laney, Brendan Egan, lovely to have you on the programme. Do appreciate it. Thank you for your time this morning. That is us. We are done and dusted. Another show, the Enterprise Canterbury Sports Corner. Special thanks to everybody that did listen, that everybody that did text in. Do appreciate it. Look forward to doing it again at some point in the future. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.